0: Welcome back to the Evolution Podcast, episode 146 with Lynn Gonzalez. I'm your host, Jeff Bayless. You can follow me on Instagram at jeffbayless underscore, and as always, it really helps to show out if you would give us a share in your stories, give me a review on iTunes, uh, five-star review. All that stuff really does help kind of level up the project and help it get to the right people. So uh, that means a lot to me, and I appreciate those of you that did. And if you haven't, you know, just take a second if you got, you got a minute. It would really help me out. Uh, so, Lynn, uh, he's a cyber investigator, an author, and a public speaker. And what what is a cyber investigator? You ask. Good question. I had no idea uh, until I sat down and talked to this guy for a little bit, and it's really interesting stuff. There's, I think, there's quite a lot of stuff out there that we don't know, uh, or maybe some of you do. Um, but you know, I guess we talked all things cybersecurity, cyber awareness. Uh, you know, he had some really good anecdotal stories, and also just kind of how to protect yourself. And so the reason I wanted to have him on the show is because you know I think there's so many things in our lives that uh, you know like I say we're in a relationship with everything in our life right and so we're kinda in this relationship with social media too we're in this relationship with the with the internet we're in the relationship with Twitter you know certain people don't have the apps on their phone certain people only do it on the computer certain people are just buried into their phone I mean I work with uh, people that this is is their life you know Uh, so uh, I think you'll get a lot out of it. I sure did. It's pretty eye-opening. Quite frankly, it's a little scary at times. Uh, the uh, Just the intensity of the capability uh, for someone to maybe violate your privacy. Or, for you know, another way to say it would be just for you to get yourself in trouble. So, uh, I hope you guys enjoy. All right, cool, man. So we're live now. Uh, I appreciate you reaching out to me. I think we probably connected. It's been at least a year cause I was still on active duty where we met through a mutual friend. And, uh, I remember, uh, very specifically thinking that, uh, your work was very intriguing to me because I'd never heard of it. Uh, and so, uh, Lynn, I appreciate you reaching out to me, man. I know you're going to probably, uh, discuss what you do for a living and we can get to that here in a while but what i'd like to start off with is you know first of all thanks thanks for reaching out to me and uh you know i guess my my intro question would be you know what gets you fired up man what gets you motivated like in the right now in the current uh you know po- well i don't even want to call it post-covid but you know in, <laughs> in, in, in 2021 you know like what what gets you excited to get out of bed every day like what where, what gets you fired up right now
1: um, so, so you, you used, uh, you used a, a term a little bit ago when you said resilience and you said, it's kind of like a, you know, kind of a catchphrase and all that stuff. Well, I've, I've got a simple catchphrase as well. Uh, and that's simply helping people doing my best to put myself in a place where I can help people. Um, I I'm, I'm a believer that we should be doing our best we can by other people. You know, I, uh, I, I wake up every morning by the grace of God. You know, I, I wake up every morning uh, with the ability to do for myself as best that I can. But I would like to do other things uh, that are bigger than me. And those bigger things are people. You know, I'm, I'm a firm believer that that people are our greatest resource. And uh, you should always try to help out wherever you can. I try mm-hmm. to do that. I want to do that. That's what gets me up in the morning. Trying to try to be the best person that I can be by other people
0: what got you uh, into that? I mean, I know you're uh, prior military, right. Um, and so like, you know, that, that thread is probably going to resonate with a lot of the audience that, uh, you know, are either if they're not military, they support the military, they probably wouldn't listen to this. Cause I talk a lot right. about my military experience. As well, <laughs> right? So, you know, it, it was it you know, the, the called adventure that got you into the service or was it learned through the service or after the service? Like what kind of, How did you arrive at this purpose in life for you specifically?
1: Okay. So um, yes, 21 years, uh, active duty Navy, retired as a Navy chief petty officer. Um, In the Navy, I was a cryptologic technician, which in my branch of being a cryptologic technician, I was an intelligence analyst. So I've always had the mindset of digging deeper, doing a lot of research, coming up with resolution, you know, reaching... uh, trying to achieve answers for those who had questions. in alert. <laughs> yeah, I started off early, right. So no, for, the,
0: for the people that don't know, I mean, that's a, you know, basically you're an incredibly, you have to be intelligent. To <laughs> generate, right? so. I,
1: I'd like, I'd like to think that I have a little bit of intelligence. Yes. Mm-hmm, <laughs> so, you know. which is uh, exactly what it is. You're part of the, the Department of Defense intelligence community. So I was part of the Defense uh, Department of Defense intelligence community for the, the entirety of my 21 years in, in active duty service. And then when I, when I left, uh, when I left active, active duty service, I, uh, after about three and a half years or so, I landed a job working with the Naval Criminal Investigative Service NCIS. And I was a cyber intelligence analyst for NCIS. I did that for about nine years. Um, after a few years, I was approached with the idea that because I'm rather adept that, you know, people observe this about me. I was rather adept about doing research on um, on the Internet. And uh, j- just, just to think how I would do things on the Internet, they said, you know, there's a possibility that you might be able to uh, to Uh, Use that skill to help with our criminal investigations. I was I was doing a lot of nation state activity. That's a whole nother story. But then I I started using the skill set of doing open source intelligence, which is really in depth research on the Internet uh, to resolve issues in the criminal domain for NCIS and for a larger community uh, called the federal government. Um, and I did that for, I did that for about three and a half years or so for about three, three and a half years during the remainder of my time, uh, working as a DOD contractor with NCIS. And, uh, everything that I did was all self-taught. I, I used nothing that NCIS gave me. In fact, I was the one that actually created processes and how to do this sort of stuff within NCIS. And when I left, uh, when I left working. with them to help people. I wanted to do, uh, I wanted to create a business that I could potentially help regular people, not just federal government, because I knew that a lot of the people that I was helping within the federal government, when you get down to it, are just regular people. So I knew that there was a call for it. There was a need for it. Uh, There there was, I I, I did hundreds of online investigations while I was working with them. And I just built this, I built this knowledge set. I built this skill set and I was really good at it um and, and i just i wanted to just do it for myself and help other people and that's where i got to where i got so that that's that's it that's it in a nutshell
0: and so you know i guess the you know that that's how we got there that's how we got into wanting to help people i guess protect themselves i guess my question then would be you know what is what is the reoccurring theme? What is the thread that you see that people are doing where they get themselves in trouble out here in the interwebs? You know, like what, what do you run into most commonly or, you know?
1: Right. So um, people get in trouble in all kinds of ways. And uh, there, there tends to be some consistencies, but in, in reality, the, the Internet is such a vast place. Uh, cyberspace is such a vast place that we all kind of uh, work in and live in and live around and that affects us so there, I, I would say that there's not any one real consistent theme of how people find themselves in trouble i have had uh, uh family members I, i've had parents give me a call and say hey my son fell into what then what i determined was a sextortion ring
0: mm. hey my uh
1: all my accounts online were hacked hey, I have somebody who's stalking me. They created a fake account in my name. Therefore, they're using my persona to harass me, to stalk me. Uh, And I could go on and on. I mean, there's all kinds of things that people have done online. They've shared way too much information. And and I've had clients give me a call and say, hey, um, somebody gave me a call on my cell phone at the same time that they're sitting in front of my house on my ring doorbell. How in the world did they find out where I am? You know, so then they ask me, is it possible to remove my personal data from the Internet? Where a lot of people think that it's not possible, it actually is possible to remove a certain degree of your personal information from the Internet. So I I help with things like that. So there's a myriad of, of, of instances that arise where people need help in the cyber domain. And again, like I said, I could go on and on.
0: Yeah, it's interesting, you know, I I don't know if you know who uh, Dax Shepard is, but uh, he, he's an actor that started a podcast, and I follow him on Instagram, and I, I, just very recently, he brought up uh, taking a picture of his car, and the license plate was in the picture, right, and he put it on Instagram, <laughs> and, I, and it, even, he even addressed it, he was like, you know, look, it's not covered up on the road, so what's the difference, you know, on, on the Instagram, and you know, honestly, dude, I'm a little sloppy with that, too, like, I've got two motorcycles, yes. and so, you know, I'm I like to snap photos of the bikes, you know, and I don't even think about it. You know, I, I, I don't even, it doesn't even <laughs> register to me. And somebody like you would probably be like, dude, you definitely don't need that information out there. So what, what kind of information should we not be putting out there? Cause I'm i I'm a pretty open dude, man. Like I'm, I'm, I, I don't, uh, I don't, I don't think I overshare. Maybe some people say I do, but, uh, you know, what are some of the things, I guess, like best practices for not oversharing personal information to keep you from need. I mean, I, I would put you out of business, I guess, but. Uh, you know, <laughs> no, like- no, it's it's very,
1: it's very easy actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so number one, let's go back to the, the the point that that's what a lot of people think eh, can not happen to me or, Hey, that's not, that's not a big deal. Well, here's the deal. Here's, here, I'm going to give you a, a really simple tip to answer that question. Uh, I, I live in a, I, I, the, the mantra of my business ally cyber investigations is where real lives converge with cyber lives, right? This is, we, we live in such a fine uh, a fine line of what we do in real life and we snap those pictures and then they land up in the cyber domain. They land up in cyberspace, right? So that what we do in real life often lands up in, in our digital life. Therefore, like I said, uh, where digital lives converge with real lives, mm-hmm. right? That's where, that's that fine line. But here's the deal. Um, very simply put, that if you would meet a stranger at Walmart or any other place, public place, are you going to immediately say, hey, here's my phone number, here's my address, here's a few pictures of me, here's my full name, here's my wife's name, here's my dog, my kids, my relatives, my everything about me. Are you going to do that in real life? I already know the answer to that, Jeff. It's no. No. You wouldn't do it in real life. So why do we feel so comfortable doing it in cyberspace? Cyberspace provides the avenue for people to be anonymous uh, in a way, uh, to to anonymously um, poke you without knowing who it is that's poking you, right? So in other words, um, it, it allows the environment for unknown predators, perverts, and general onlookers into our life to use that information against us. So I, my common, my, my basic rule is if you wouldn't do it in real life, why would you do it in cyberspace?
0: Yeah. That, you know, it's kind of like the, I don't know if it's a cliche saying, but there's definitely a saying out there, like if you wouldn't scream it from the mountaintops, right? Like why would you put it on the internet? Yeah. <laughs> that That's it. That's you exactly know, it. I think it was around 2012. Uh, and I don't want to disclose too much information, but we had a, uh, a sailor that uh, killed himself on the ship and we, uh, turns out, you know, there was some sort of child, uh, sex thing, you know, that was on the black web. And I, I honestly, I'm, I don't know all the details, which is why, you know, that my sharing of it is not extremely accurate. But my point with all that is, you know, he, he got involved with the bad crowd, uh, you know, and, and something on the dark web. And I remember that was the first time, you know, hearing that phrase, right. Like, you know, I'm like, what is it like, I don't even like this is how ignorant I am. You know, I'm like, is that Googleable? Can I like search this? Like, what, you know, but I don't want to search it, right? Cause then, like, if I search it, it's in my search history, right? So, uh, <laughs> right. That's exactly it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what is this so, like other side of the internet that most people probably don't know about or think about, you know, cause I'm, I'm pretty ignorant to it too. Okay.
1: Right? So, yeah. No. So, so, uh, there are various layers of the internet. OK, as, as a whole, there are various layers of, the, of the, what make up or co- comprise the Internet. The surface of the Internet, which is basically open and free or freely available to us, freely searchable, uh, is, is literally is, is very small. It's actually only about a 10 percent uh, area of the Internet in its entirety that is open and free and, and can be searched at any given time by anybody on any computer anywhere. Um, and then you start delving into different layers of the internet. You've got the dark web, you've got the dark net. Uh, and, and basically what the, the, the dark web is, uh, I, I, I assume that you probably have an online banking account, you have mm-hmm. a medical portal, you have uh, the library that you check into, you, you log into these mm-hmm. various places that j- just have a, a, an email account. All of those things are on the dark web, um, uh, on the dark web. And, and basically that, that's not bad. It just means that you need a different layer of access to get to those places. They're not freely, freely accessible to everybody. That's mm-hmm. where a lot of personal data is held and all that. Because again, you're logging into banking accounts and portals and things like that, where all, all, those, all that, that sensitive information resides about us. And then you have that crazy thing called the dark net. And that's where crazy happens, or that, that's where crazy has the potential to happen. Just because you land up on the dark net doesn't mean that you're automatically going to be seeing child pornography or uh, guns for hire, murder for hire, sex uh, sextortion, and all this craziness that you that you hear a lot about. Um, you need what they call, uh, you need a, a piece of software uh, lo- loaded onto your computer to access the dark net. It's called Tor, or simply the Onion Router, T-O-R, Tor. Uh, hmm. Having that enabled, it, it, all it really is is just another, another searcher that enables you to, when you search on it, to access the
0: dark net. Uh, you this, can, is how, you can this is how I would find John Wick then. As, well, yeah, absolutely, yes. Wick,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, or, or you can just hire me and I'll do it for you.
0: There you go.
1: Yeah, cool. <laughs> But but so it's it's interesting. Yes, there's there's uh, so so uh, interestingly, uh, Tor as a browser was actually created by the Navy Research Lab, oh, really? and then uh, yeah, so so the Navy actually Department of the Navy is actually who who created Tor. Uh, but it, it's it's free. It's available to anybody who wants to use it uh, to access the darknet. The darknet itself was basically a tool, basically a part of the internet that was used by a lot of dissidents, a lot of activists, things like that, who want to maintain their anonymity. As we all know, there are different countries, there are various countries around the globe that uh, do harm, to say it nicely, uh, to dissidents and activists and, and journalists and things like that. So it's a it's an avenue or or an area of the internet that people actually use to post things to maintain their anonymity along with there are there is criminal activity that takes place down there. Yes.
0: Because it's it's obviously uh, your so like IP address are not not searchable. I mean you could you could completely run this software and it would be like using a VPN or something like that. Like it would it would be like yeah.
1: Yes. So so what happens is that it's a uh mm. Tor activates three IP addresses. It basically is your, your network that you use to connect to uh, to the internet. So here's what happens is I'm sitting at home on my computer and when I activate TOR, it just automatically starts up. It connects to three different, uh, uh, distinctly different and independent IP addresses in different parts of the world. So when I want to go, uh, and, and I'm just speaking hypothetically, of course, if I want to go look at child pornography, or if I want to go do something illegal on the internet, down in the dark, the dark net, uh, what I would do is I would activate Tor. Tor automatically connects to three IP addresses. It would go from my Cox IP address in Virginia Beach to an IP address in Romania, to another IP address in Russia, to another IP address in the Netherlands, to the distant website where this illegal illegal activity is occurring that I'm, I'm grabbing data from, mm. whether it be pictures of Uh, You know whatever the data is, and then it comes back the opposite way to the Netherlands, to uh, Russia, to Romania, and then hit my IP address. But but it's a secure tunnel, so all all that happens is that people can you can see maybe my uh, connection going out, but it's a secure connection, so you don't know where I'm going. And then nobody can follow all, nobody can, nobody is sitting on every one of those IP addresses to collect that data to know where it's coming from and where it's going to. So it's just, it's all, all that, all that they know is that that last IP address in the Netherlands went to that website and that website gave data to the Netherlands.
0: So with this understanding all, that, that you know how, you know, you have the experience and the knowledge that you understand how someone could use it uh, in a, you know, in, in, in a manner that would not be, uh, that, that a good person, a good with moral and ethic, you know, would look at this and say, you know, this is what I could do, uh, you know, in a, in a negative manner with this information, what you've, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, but what you've done is you've, with that experience and that knowledge, you've tried to find a way to help people, that So do you use the dark net, the dark web to do the research on people to help them find out? Or, you know, is this just ancillary to the other research that you're able to do to help people, uh, you know, kind of get themselves out of trouble like you talked about earlier?
1: Right. So um, the, the way that the, the what allows me to be the most effective that I am is by and, and not just me, anybody, uh, again, real life versus digital life. So you have detectives in the real world, right? They work for a police department and you got the FBI. You got various people in law enforcement that are conducting investigations in the real world. Well, how they're effective and how they know about where to go and what to do and the questions to ask is because they have experience uh, thinking like the criminals that they're after. They know the bars, the clubs, the, the, the hangout the people that they're associated with, all that stuff. Well, I'm just like that. I have a lot of experience in understanding how hackers, how child pornographers, stalkers, uh, and and various other people, I understand how they operate on the internet. Uh, So I go to those places where they go. I don't look at child pornography. I don't look for child pornography. I don't, I don't think about child pornography. So I don't go to, to those places, but there are things that are out there that can help you just by understanding what gang related activity is and, and how they work on the internet and how they associate with themselves and how they communicate. You can go to those forums, not just on the dark net, just on the open internet. And, and see what type of activity they associate themselves with or what type of illegal activity they're conducting. So basically, it's about thinking like they do.
0: Yeah. So I guess, I mean, I don't want to repeat the same question, but maybe I'll try to ask in a different way. Like what, what I guess there's not one common thing. I mean, I guess the, the best thing someone can do is not put all their information out on the internet. And that's pretty hard to do nowadays, right? But because right. everything is, you know, we have these high tech computers running around in our pockets, you know? Um, So, you know, I guess what would be, you know, the the most common thing other than not uh, putting your information out, like, how do you, how do you resist that? Like, I I mean, geez, I need my bank to know my routing and account number and address and, you know, I need, and I like having it on an app, you know, my insurance is on an app on my phone. Uh, I mean, I guess you could abstain from social media uh, you know, there's an argument there. Um, you know, but what what's like what's the what's the bottom dollar here? Like, what's the brass tax? Like, what 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 are we supposed to what are we supposed to do in this time? You know, where we do want to connect, right? Right. What what's your what, what do we do, man? Like, how do we? How well,
1: do you... I, I I will I'll answer it. Uh, uh, kind of like how I uh with, with the same idea that I told you about before. Is that you want to connect? So you go hang out at at you go hang out at the brewery, you go hang out at the bingo parlor, you go hang out on the corner store, wh- where, wherever you hang out at that you want to quote unquote connect with people, and based on whatever your lifestyle is or wherever you hang out, where, whatever you want to do in life, you want to connect with people. So in real life, you go to those places. But again, I would I would say that. When you connect with those people, you don't automatically share all that information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You share that information with people who must know it either, either because they, they have the need based on what their job or your connection with them. Maybe they're a, it's a business relation. Maybe it's a close family member, a friend that you want to have that information. But you don't generally share that with all kinds of strangers. So you go hang out in those places. I'm not going to the brewery and say, "Hey, John, nice to meet you. Here's my phone number. Here's my email address. Here's my social security number. Here's my whatever." You're not doing that, right? So when you get in the cyber domain, I would beg, I, I, I would, I would uh, argue that yeah, probably domain. a lot of people think that they're an, that, that they're anonymous and they fall amongst this chaff of millions of websites and they can't be found you yeah, can be found. Mm. Uh, so my my argument is that. Uh, be I, I, my argument is that you should probably provide your personal information as sparingly as possible when you're providing it in the open internet that is readily available for anybody and everybody to see.
0: What do you think? You about can these? Get uh, on, go ahead. Go ahead.
1: Oh well, you 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 can get on portals. You can get on business portals. You can get on your bank. You can get on all that stuff. You have to provide. You know that, that's that's life. We have to create those sorts of accounts if we want to access our information online. Uh, there are security protocols that they implement that keeps your data safe, supposed to keep mm-hmm. your data safe. Uh, breaches and hacks and stuff like that. That's a whole nother, That's a whole another. Uh, that's a whole another story. But you can provide your information to those places that need it. I'm talking about openly providing your information to the world, for the world to see in an open domain, uh, just because you're on the internet and I have to, there, there's a there's a blank in my Facebook account that I must fill and that's called my phone number. It's called right. my, my, I mean, th- think about how, uh, think about stealing somebody's uh, uh, identity, you need, you need your cell phone, you need a phone number, you need a name, a full name, you need a, a birth date. All that stuff is readily available in the open domain. If you don't, if you don't, if you're
0: not careful, you know, what do you, what do you think about, uh, like 23 and me, uh, ancestry.com, stuff like that, you know, having that type of genetic information out there on the internet. Like I did a 23 and me, I thought it was really interesting because, uh, and this is a common thread and this is kind of a, uh, maybe a little bit of a tangent, but it's still a good story. Like, so, you know, I think a lot of white Americans, <laughs> okay. uh, you know, especially that were anywhere around the trail of tears, like Tennessee and Oklahoma, right? Like we have this, this attachment to pretending that we're native American. We saw this with Elizabeth Warren, where, you know, even in politics, she got yes. in trouble by saying that she was native American. And so, you know, my family, uh, has always said that, you know, we're, we're, we've got Cherokee blood in us. Well, I did it. I did a 23 and me and guess what? I'm Irish and English, bro. Like I'm the whitest white guy you will ever meet. Like, I, I think there might have been like, you know, half a percent from, you know, some weird place like Mongolia or something, but the rest of me, like 9999 percent <laughs> of me is Irish and English and, or English and Irish in that order. I'm sorry. I'm mostly English. Right. Right. But, right. Uh, but anyway, so I, I digress. I mean, that's just kind of a different, but it was interesting information to have, right? It was like, oh, guess what, yes. Jeff? Like you're not Cherokee Indian at all, you know, right. like, none of that genetically dropped down to you. So what do you think about having that kind of information? Because clearly, you know, I get emails that from Ancestry that say like, you have a genetic connection to like research and I never researched it. I'm just like, yeah, whatever, you know, I'm, I got enough. Right, friends, right. You know? But, uh, and, I, think- and
1: I, I, get those, I get those notifications in my email too, uh, hey, your DNA match, you're this, you're that. Uh, uh, to be quite frank, I, I submitted my own DNA to try to make connections and stuff like that. I've always been, uh, I've always been very curious about my own heritage uh, and, and trying to figure out you know, my lineage and all that stuff. So it's interesting, I, I, right?
0: It's fascinating, yeah.
1: It, it, it's quite fascinating, but here's the deal. This is the God's honest truth. I use those websites to collect data on you when somebody comes to me and says, hey, I've got this issue. I've got, I'm I'm trying to find this person. Uh, I've I've got this association. This person is hiding this person, you know, whatever. I use those websites to collect data on you. And that's how I aggregate information from all those types of websites. So you got people like me, who's a good guy, but there's a lot of nefarious actors out there that collect that information and use it nefariously right? Mm -hmm. Because they want to stalk you. They want to hurt you. They want to other, or or they want to stalk you or otherwise hurt you, harm you or your family, God forbid, but it happens. So here, here's a, um, here's a website that people don't, there's a lot of people that know about it. Some people don't, uh, when, when you go to it, uh, type in your name and type in your location, and you're going to see the vast amount of information that's associated with your name. And uh, it's called familytreenow.com. Okay. Familytreenow.com. Type in your name, your first name, your last name, and your location. And it's going to give me your cell phone number, It's going to give me your email addresses. It's going to tell me who your associates are, who your relatives are. It's going to tell me who your wife is. If your kids are old enough, it's going to tell me who your kids' names are. Like, so for example, if you're an elderly person and you have a a 25, 30 year old son that I'm looking for that I can't find, I'm going to use your information to get to them. So it provides your your entire history of of Mm. residences everywhere where you've lived. It'll tell me, everything that I need to know about you so that I can conduct further research on you
0: dude you know what that would have been good uh information for me and trying to fill out have you ever I'm sure you have obviously but you you know when you're trying to do your secret clearance and you're like (laughs) last (laughs) I don't remember where I lived 17 years ago you know and you got to go back I'm like calling my mom like hey mom what was that address (laughs) yeah I I couldn't agree with you more calling my ex-wife like hey um you know, I know we haven't talked in a while, but what was the address? <laughs> so that might be helpful filling out your SF eighty six. Yeah, for yes, that
1: players. that's a true statement. Um, <laughs> so, so you you hit on something. You asked, you know, uh, how do we keep our information off, or or what do we share? Uh, as a matter of owning a home, as a matter of starting utilities at your new home, as a matter of having a cell phone, as a matter of having cable. Uh, And any other number of things that we do in life that we establish accounts where we have a bill sent to us, what happens is all these websites are brokerage uh, or information brokering websites. They collect data and then they share data. There are so, so, so many websites that uh, a a lot of them are repetitive, but some have different, uh, they, they have variances in their data that they provide about you. Right. And that's the type of data that I was telling you that my one client, when she says, hey, can you help me remove data from the internet? That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. There's a lot of data that leads right to you, including uh, everything that I just listed about your relatives and associates and all that stuff.
0: So we're, we're both, you know, old salts, right? And we love sea stories. So I guess I would just kind of ask you, you know, what are some of the craziest ones you've heard? You know, or what, are some <laughs> of the, what are some of the ones that you've really like had to work hard to dig someone out of a bad situation that they got themselves in on the internet. Yes.
1: So uh, there was a, so speaking of active duty, there was an active duty master chief who was, had since broken up with her active duty boyfriend, chief petty officer. So it was an E9, E7. They had broken up. He didn't like the whole breaking up part. So he just started stalking her to the max. Uh, he was even breaking into her home when she was deployed Uh, He had changed the passwords uh, physically inside her home and changed the passwords to her cameras. He was driving by uh, taking, uh, just generally visiting her house when she was otherwise gone. Um, And he had, he was one of those people that created a fake Instagram account in her name and was stalking the crap out of her, harassing the crap out of her, just doing all kinds of things that people just shouldn't do to each other. Right. She was going crazy with all this stuff. Well, I say that knowing on the back end who it was, but on the front end we had no idea who it was, and all it was was just a an Instagram account that was created that was stalking her, harassing her. That's all we knew at the time. And when it was given to me, so the the agent, the special agent, NCIS said, "There is no way that you can find this person. They're an IT type person in the Navy, uh, too smart. Uh, you know, if, if you can't find anything, just you know, at least just try." Well, that, that that right there is a kick in the butt to me. Let's go. Let's find this person.
0: And <laughs> yeah. so
1: we worked really, really Challenge hard
0: accepted, it. right? Yes, yeah.
1: absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So what happened was that in creating this Instra- Instagram account, uh, there are certain ways that you can find out people's credentials that create online accounts. And I found out that this person had an email account. Uh, I won't say it, but he had an email account, Hotmail email account. And uh, I always look at the first part of that email account as a username. I asked the agent to go back to the victim and ask if this username sounds familiar. And she was like, oh, my God, that he used to use that years ago. And that was the that was right there. That one thing was what started putting us in the right direction of things that now I could search for on the Internet in, in its vastness on the Internet, looking for keywords dealing with this username. And it started revealing itself. It started really pointing us in a, in a, in a good direction, using his real name, using that, that, uh, the forums that he would use. The forums then provided other personal information because people want to, people, people want to put their information out there. So he yeah. had, didn't know that this, this username from way back when, five or six years ago, was actually going to reveal his personal real name to me. And now we can use that to get subpoenas for data, to get search warrants, and all this and that, so it was really, really cool. I worked on that case for probably the better part of two months. It's um, got to be really
0: rewarding to very get someone rewarding. that that kind of relief, you know, when yes. they're when they're being basically punished, you know, yes, unnecess- unnecessarily,
1: completely um, unnecessarily, only for the fact that they didn't get along. She broke up. He didn't like it, and and yeah, and yeah, stalking yeah. ensued.
0: So, you know. oh, man. so, I mean, I'm, I'm going to put a bunch of stuff in the uh, show notes and, you know, I'll ask you to send some stuff over and stuff like that. But, you know, I guess if someone were to, you know, is there, so obviously that was a situation where somebody knew that they needed help. Right. But like right. before I met you, I wouldn't even known that this is a thing, that this is a right. resource. Right. Right. Kind of like we were talking off show, you know, if you don't know, then, you know, what are you, you don't know where to go. Right. Um, so I guess, you know, what type of uh, what type of services specifically you know are, are you? I mean, we kind of we kind of touched on them, but you know, right. give me give me some of the highlights of things that maybe even if somebody didn't know that they might need your help. What are some of those services? And then you know, the back end of that would be, you know, like I said, I'll put it in the show notes and stuff. But how would somebody contact you?
1: Right. Okay. So uh, one of the one of the biggest resources that I actually have right now that even if you didn't contact me. One of the biggest resources that i have available is a book i wrote a book it's called the truth behind social networking what teens young adults and parents need to know uh-huh. and it talks a lot about sharing data personal data on the internet if you can imagine young people who live broadcast they webcam model they share way too much information on their facebook twitter instagram they're operating on uh, apps that are off the grid. They're visiting websites that they probably shouldn't be visiting. Their their, their uh, activity is being screen recorded, copied, put on on uh, mainstream uh, pornography websites. I mean, I could go on and on and on. I talk about gang related activity. I talk about I talk about slang terms that kids use. Uh, I talk about um, uh, emojis. How are emojis used with uh, with gang activity? And, wow. and the presence of gangs on social media and stuff like that. But so I spe-
0: speaking of emojis, I got to throw a joke in there. So my, okay, wife and I are running, it, it. my wife and I, who you met, we're running the Wicked 10K and uh, we're, we're dressing up as an eggplant and a peach. Uh, that's, that's our okay. Halloween costume, so we're, <laughs> we're keeping it hey. off the internet. Well, I'm sure it will show up on Instagram. I'm sure that's that's
1: here. funny. That's yeah. funny. That that in in uh, in social media terms, I'm sure that'll be viral.
0: Hey, you know what's even funnier is that <laughs> I actually thought of it like as an original idea, and then as I searched Amazon, it was like right there, sold in a pair, <laughs> right? The eggplant and the. I was like, yes, somebody already thought of this, so I'm not that I, smart. I either.
1: I have no doubt. Yeah, you cannot monetize it because it's already. <laughs> been done somebody's already
0: thought about it like, <laughs> but helps uh, me a lot actually i think i have those like <laughs> original great ideas and i'm like oh, right exactly else. actually it only just validates that it was a good idea but anyway the, so the so the book um, yeah so <laughs> and so uh,
1: the, the, uh, the the book is a it's it's actually a very I, i've been told that it's a very good easy read it's it's very uh it, it's it's written in three sections the first section basically sets up cyber domain what is the cyberspace and why does it affect us why do we even care
0: Right.
1: Uh, but it's not techy. It's not like that. Uh, the the second uh, the second uh, section deals with what are the cyber issues that I'm talking about. And if you look at the uh, table of contents, you'll be like, "Wow, okay, we're talking about online dating. We're talking about these websites, these apps. We're talking about meeting strangers." Uh, in real life that you would meet, uh, not otherwise meet, but then you, you're all over the internet. So you meet them uh, because you knew their name on the internet and now you're meeting people in real life. It's crazy. Wow. Uh, so I, th- th- the table of contents is really, really nice. Gives you a, a really good picture of what's going on. Uh, section three is how to do your best to stay away from it. I give you a lot of tips, a lot of tricks, a lot of, uh, personal, uh, a lot of personal instances of, you'll see my personal emails in there. Uh, I, I I scratch everything out. Uh, I, I I darken all the, the sensitive stuff. But you'll see emails that were sent to me that entice me or try to entice me to click on links. I, I I talk a lot about scam calls, spam calls, texts, emails. How to avoid all of the all of the craziness that happens with that, and basically yeah. how to how to de- how to detect um, uh, fake accounts online, and how to stray, how to stay away from a lot of that crazy. The, there, there's a bonus chapter that I wrote. In Dude, I,
0: I think I get like one of those a day, you know, yes. like a Facebook friend request that is clearly, I mean, we have no mutual friends, or if we do, the mutual friend is like, you know. <laughs> it, so yeah, I mean, I think that happens to a lot of people. For yes. Sure.
1: Yeah. But, but you'll be surprised how many people click on it
0: yeah, because they, do they,
1: they, yeah. they want that click. They want that like, that share, that comment. They, that, that's what social media has yeah, done, clickbait. what social networking
0: mm-hmm. has done. Yeah.
1: Um, so the, the really cool thing uh, uh, on the very, very back of the book is, is, a, is a, a chapter that's called Bonus Material. And I had the pleasure of meeting a first grade teacher who I interviewed about first grader activity on the internet. And mm-hmm. you will be amazed at how they mimic already at six and seven years old what you and me do on the internet. I mean, these kids are are wiping away their their search history. Oh, Little yeah. boys at six and seven are looking for nudity. I mean, it, it's crazy, man. The things. Dude, that
0: they, don't tell me that. I got kids. And- <laughs>
1: Hey, man. A freshman um, in and
0: in an eighth grader, or I'm sorry, a sixth grader. Um, <laughs> the um,
1: truth behind social networking, what teens, yeah. young adults, and parents need to know.
0: <laughs> no, that's, yeah. So that sounds, uh, that sounds definitely like something worth checking out. And then obviously yes. your services. Um, yes. You know, and I'll, I'll put in the show notes, but uh, I mean, I'm, I'm sure you don't only operate because, you know, the internet is global. I mean, you don't need to just, limited to Hampton roads area. Right. So, right. Uh, I mean,
1: and, and that, that's, that's actually, yeah, that, that's what is the mm-hmm. the best thing about the business that I have is that uh, I can deal with anybody anywhere. I've had clients all the way on the West coast, all the way in the uh, Northwest in Colorado in California in Texas, in New York, in Idaho and Ohio. I mean, I've had clients everywhere. And of course here in the Hampton roads area as well, yeah. but uh, uh I can conduct an online investigation just based off of data that's available on the internet. It doesn't matter where you're at. Um, I, I I used to when, when I was with NCI when I was working with NCIS I used to conduct uh, uh, online investigations on a global scale.
0: Yeah. I
1: I I uh, found people hackers uh, that were in Tunisia that were in France that were in the Netherlands that were in the UK that were in Spain. Uh, in Mexico, South America, all across the United States. So this is a global effort. You you, you cannot hide if uh, you posted your stuff all over the internet, right? Yeah. And that that this this speaks <clears throat> to sharing personal information. It can be found, and you got somebody like me that can find it.
0: If uh, I guess as we kind of wrap up here, it's probably a good place to, if somebody's driving right now, or, you know, a lot of people listen to these like on a bicycle or running or, you know, maybe just walking the dog or whatever. So they they may not have a pen and paper and and maybe not check the show notes. So was the easiest, quickest way for somebody to utilize your services?
1: Yes, absolutely. Um, so because I live in the world that I live in, I don't typically, it's going to sound crazy on a business level, Mm -hmm. but just believe me that there's a reason for it. Uh, working with federal law enforcement, uh, I, I didn't like things that were happening. Uh, to me personally, and so I don't answer unknown calls. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> so, um, but you can still call my number and leave a leave a message and I'll I call you instantaneously. If I'm available,
0: yeah, you just uh, screen, sure. I don't think a lot of people do that, man. Yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely right. Yeah. So, so my number is 757-384-0862. That's my business line, but I will get an immediate email from you if you if you uh, contact contact at or if my, my email address is contact at allycyberinvestigations dot com. That's a l l y cyber c-y-b-e-r investigations with an s at the end.com and and i I get notifications immediately and i respond immediately if i'm available and of course i have a website which i hope that you will put in the show notes and all that of
0: course i have
1: have a website you know picture of my book and all that stuff uh i'm very very easy to get uh to to get a hold of i'm very very responsive and i believe in honesty integrity professionalism courtesy and all the good things that allow people to communicate good with each other. Uh, I'm, I'm very effective at what I do. Uh, we can't find everything on the internet, but I guarantee you that I do my best to do it.
0: If there's somebody that can do it, you're the one. Yeah. I,
1: I hope that I'm the one. Yes.
0: You know, I, I think, uh you know, some people might, uh, you know, I think the, the thread here, the, you know, I try to diversify the podcast here and I've, you know, I've had people come on and talk about CBD I've had people come on and talk about, uh, you know, just their endurance events. I've had people come in and talk about their military career. I've had, you know, just all over the place, man. And so like, I think, you know, as we talk about, i recorded a podcast and I'm pretty proud of the the philosophy actually about it's all connected. Right. And it's about how, you know, if something is out of balance in your life, it can really throw things out of whack for you. And so I think this is something that, you know, wasn't quite on my radar before I met you. And so, uh, you know, I think that this is a part of your overall wellness in general, right? Because if you do, if you are the victim of a situation like this, you know, it, it's going to throw your whole life out of balance. So uh, yes, definitely, definitely a welcome, uh, welcome insight, man. And I, I appreciate you sharing and uh, I will definitely link up everything in the show notes, but I'll I'll just pass it over to you for closing. If you had anything else you wanted to share real quick before we wrap up, man. Yes,
1: absolutely. Jeff, number one, first and foremost, I appreciate you for, um, like like I said, it was was about a year, maybe even more than that since COVID and all that, maybe even a year and a half, maybe even two years. I don't know. It's been a while. Uh, I I appreciate you reaching back out to me and responding and getting me on your podcast. This has truly been my pleasure. And I'm going to tell you, uh, because I don't use, I don't, I don't mince words and I don't use words lightly. Um, you are doing a bang up job. The, the way you speak, the way you, you're, you're the way you, you, I'm watching you and you're fluid, man. I love it. And, <laughs> and and I, I, this has been a pleasure. I had no idea what to expect and I have to tell you that I'm walking away rather elated that I participated in your podcast. That's the God's honest truth. I, oh, I appreciate that, man. Yeah. No,
0: that means a lot to me. Yeah. It's uh, it's definitely a, a genuine intention project. Um, yes. That's why I don't use commercials and things like that. Like, I right. Really yeah, absolutely. To a, a resource, um,
1: if, if, if I, if I could finish by, by yes, absolutely. Of course, promoting my business. Uh, y- you have to know that when you call me, when you talk with me, that I'm, I'm, as, I'm about as genuine as they come. I promise you that I, I do my best. I have your best interested in heart. heart. Uh, and I, and I want to do my best to help you get out of trouble. If that's what you have found yourself in, or you know what, If you just got a question about, hey, man, here's what's going on with my kids. Can you help me out? Can you give me some advice? Can you tell me a little bit of something? Can you give me a resource? Can you lead me in a different direction that maybe something things aren't going right right now? Uh, I I, I need uh, I need a resource. I need a way to kind of figure this thing out. If if you just want to chat about cyber issues that, as you said, make your family well, uh, then I'm all about it. I'm all about it. You can always give me a call. I won't answer the phone, but I'll call you
0: back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, man, all right. That's a good place to land it. I appreciate it. Thanks for your kind words. Uh, thanks for sharing your insight, man. Uh, it means a lot to me. And I know this is going to help a lot of people. So I appreciate it.
1: Yes, sir. I appreciate you, man. Thank you for having me on. All right. Sounds good.
0: All right, guys. There you go. Uh, you know, so like I said, there was a lot of stuff in there that uh, you know I, I quite frankly did not know prior to talking to him. Uh, this is probably the second or third time we chatted, and uh, you know, like one thing, the difference in the I, I thought it was kind of just a rumor or just something, you know, this this uh, this weird thing out there, this like black net or black web, and you know, obviously there's a lot more out there. Uh, and also, thought it was really interesting when he talked about the kids uh, in first grade uh, already having the capability to, you know, try to clear their history. And so it's just think like if you're a parent, you know, maybe it's just something to look out for. Uh, but all in all, man, I just think, uh, you know, if I look at this at the forty thousand foot level, I think it's it's just really important. You know, if we're talking our overall wellness, uh, to maybe pay attention to screen time and how much we. Uh, you know I'm certainly very open uh, on on social media, and I, you know I don't have a whole lot of secrets at this point in my life, but it's you know it's something to think about. Uh, you know It's definitely something to keep uh, in the back of your mind when you are navigating this vast uh, arena uh, that is the internet. So if you got anything out of it, I'll put all of uh, Lynn's stuff in the show notes, and I, I, you know we kind of covered that too. Uh, you know, it's just Ally Cyber is his uh, his company, so uh, give him a shout. If you got anything out of it, let him know. I'll put links to him in the show notes, too, like give him give him a shout if he can help you. Uh, you know, I'm all about service, and I really liked how we started that off. And he said, you know, hey, I'm all about helping people. And I said, well, we're kindred souls, then, because I am, too. So that's what this project is all about. I appreciate every one of you. Again, if you get anything out of the show, five-star review, hook it up, and, you know, maybe share it out. It really, really helps. Um, and what else housekeeping so i'm going to be off the grid for about a week going to uh grand canyon do some hiking and uh stuff like that but uh yeah you know i got content dropping so uh, just keep tuning in and uh, we'll chat next week on the evolution podcast